0: Socio Football Weekly, brought to you by Savory Sound. Savory Sound. Sounds even savorier the second time. Yeah, I said it. Welcome back, Sucio Football Weekly. I am Tony G, and alongside me, for the first time ever, without prayers as hopes, uh, Hap Alvon. How you doing, bud?
1: I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good, man. Just got a lot of hope, not a lot of prayer. need yeah. God in my life.
0: Yeah, well, this is a tough day. We are missing EJ, the math magician Johnson. We are going to be short on analytics today, but because neither, uh, neither one of us math. i'll I'll go that far uh the reason ej isn't here i'm just gonna go ahead and say a full disclosure uh we had a show yesterday with ej it was a fucking extravaganza uh me and ej got on Uh, hap wasn't here but he scored big we even took we took him to task and praised him for his for his prowess it was a big day uh we even had a we even had a guest we brought on uh, uh compton killers uh geo valdez the owner of compton killers and uh, we had some real fun with that we we took we took guys who weren't voting to task uh i likened saul lopez to voldemort from harry potter it was a big day i forgot to put
1: I, I, I don't get that reference but okay
0: yeah whatever if you did you would have been laughing your ass off either way what i am saying is that it was i forgot to press record again so uh, we had a classic Chedester moment like, like we did with Kevin that one time. And uh, it was just really late, so we couldn't redo it. And the math magician, man, you only get him once a week. You just do. Because the, guy, the guy's time is very expensive. He's basically Aaron Neville, and he's not a little boy. So we had to tell it like it is on that one. And the next thing you know, uh, it's just me and Hap on, <laughs> sitting here on a Wednesday going to talk a little bit of football.
1: What else do you need, Tony?
0: Uh, well, that's all I got. <laughs> so I'll tell you what else I need. I just need you to chime in whenever I start going over the scoreboard. Uh, you know what? I will say this before I had we ball washed you pretty damn good with your 170 five points showing, and uh, you weren't even here to enjoy it. So I can I
1: ask what the what the meaning of ball washing is?
0: Uh, it's a golf term. It's when because uh, when you go golfing, they have little. Uh, they have a little, the
1: little up and down balls. thing that you put yeah. to wash your golf ball.
0: Here's the thing. If you're washing somebody's ball for them, like you're doing them a great service. You are, you ain't fucking around. You're like, damn, you must really like that guy. Cause you look like a little bitch right now, washing his balls. So like, that's what a ball washing is. Is like, you're basically pole jockeying. Uh, but you know, it's for rightfully so. So if you're willing to go through the trouble to wash that guy's golf balls, then he must really deserve it. So uh that that's what that kind of means. Uh ball washing is basically just uh just washing a guy's balls for him because he deserves it. Does that, does that...
1: very sexual?
0: It, it is, it is. But does it fit your description? And uh, are you at it are you good? Can we go now?
1: Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. My <laughs> balls feel sparkling.
0: Yeah. Well <laughs> Yeah, they should. Because I feel like even just explaining that means I just washed your balls. <laughs> <laughs> the Taylor made mishaps just scored 175.3 points over Rico's taco killers 113.3 uh the mishaps big time scoring two and one in that valley division while Rico's taco killers drops to three and oh and three fourth in the la valley uh not a good look for the tacos killers who were a diaper dandy at the jump and now the next thing you know uh, these guys are these guys are looking shabby uh you know what i'm just gonna go ahead and say it i'm gonna give you the chance 175.3 points probably the most points you've ever scored in your entire life Hap alvan why don't you go ahead and uh, i'm gonna give you the 40 seconds go ahead and bask in the glo- um,
1: i just want to i just want to thank my players who stepped out onto the field uh matthew stafford thank you for having an al bundy day four touchdowns 343 yards Mike Williams stepping up with two touchdowns, 122 yards and 34 points. And then James motherfucking Robinson finally stepping up and doing 88 yards, fucking one touchdown and 25 fucking points. Those three did the bulk. Uh, Just shout out to them. Arizona's defense, interceptions, two of them, 16 points. My kicker putting up double digits, just best day of the mishaps have ever seen in the life of sucio football and i want to thank everybody who's there for it
0: so you're going to hear this a lot ej up oh, ej <laughs> You're gonna hear this a lot, out. EJ and I talked about this yesterday. We were gushing over Mike Williams. That guy is the next Megatron. The guy is the size of my front fucking door. The guy catches balls left and right, and he's getting shots in the end zone. Uh, how are you feel about Mike Williams? And I'm just gonna go ahead and ask. I'm gonna I'm gonna dovetail that really quick with how are you feeling about the lackluster performance of Jonathan Taylor?
1: Ooh, way to take the wind out of my sails, Tony.
0: Well, look, uh, let's, let's focus, you, you, I'll, I'll yeah, yeah, let, let's focus on
1: Mike Williams real quick.
0: I'll give it Mike Williams.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's focus on Mike Williams real quick. Probably best pickup. The seventh pick had Uh, Lord willing. The man stays healthy. Right. And it, it could be a championship season. Uh, Matthew Stafford, if he stays healthy and just keeps bombing it out the way the Rams do, I'm good. But Jonathan Taylor so far three weeks into the season, it's, it's been a little depressing, man. Uh, not really breaking double digits most weeks. Uh, got hurt in practice. Was in limited practice this week. So he's questionable to play and just not, not doing what I thought my first franchise pick would be doing.
0: No, you did name your team after him. You got a, went ahead and, and tagged him like a corporate whore. Uh, Taylor made, which, you know, another golf term, by the way, just so you know. Uh, Rico Sockle Killers, before we jump off of this, Rico Sockles Killers, uh, this was bandied about yesterday. This is the team that everybody thought was looking really good coming out of the draft, but the next thing you know, this guy's turned around, they're 0-3, and they're sitting at the bottom of the valley the same way they did last year. And last year, the draft didn't even look half as good. Is this a, is this a team that's just running into some bad luck, or is this something that they're probably going to do? Do you think they're going to be seeing moving forward? This is going to be uh, more of the same.
1: Uh, I don't think it's going to be more of the same, man. I think they're just running into some bad luck. Um, I don't really think they have a tight end, man. Uh, they can't really depend on Doyle. If C.D. Lamb doesn't do what he usually does every fucking week, he got a little shut down this week. They double teamed him nonstop. So he only had 66 fucking yards. And then you got D. Harris who just put up 14 yards for him. Uh, I, I think he just had a bad week, man. I think he had a bad week. I think he could step up, but nobody in the, nobody, anybody couldn't put up with 175 this week. So I think, I think he's just having some bad luck, man. I think he's going to bounce back. It's been three weeks. I just hope he's not cursed, man.
0: As do I, but we're going to have to move on. D Smoke and the West Siders, 139.8 to 122.0. D Smoke coming out on the top, jumping up to 1 and 2, getting himself a little healthier, a third in that mid-city LA division, while the West Siders now at 2 and 1, first sitting strong in the mid-city LA division. But uh, how strong are they? They just lost, but maybe that just comes with having a 2 and 0 start. Uh, let's talk West Siders and, oh, well, you know, let's talk D Smoke. We never talk D Smoke, do we? Let's talk. Not D- enough, man. Not enough. Yeah, D- we talk enough about D Smoke. No. Uh, we we'll talk West Siders, but you know what? D Smoke won the football game. 139, good number. Let's talk about it.
1: Uh, D Smoke is shining, man. Uh, Russell Whistlin didn't have the usual week that he always has, and he still damn near pulled up 140 points. Eckler fucking averaging 22. Connor coming out and giving him a better week than he did last week. Thank God. And then he has two strong fucking tight ends that seem to be showing up nonstop out of Kittle and Andrews uh, Cincinnati D put up another 12 points. Crosby, probably the second best kicker in the game besides Tucker giving him another fucking 16. I, I think D smoke, you solid for the year, man. He's going to, this is probably going to be one of his better years.
0: Uh, you think this is the start of something special? The start of a streak for D smoke?
1: I do. I definitely do, man.
0: I mean, we talk about West Siders a lot. The guy puts, if you can make over 120 points, West Siders, you can probably beat him. Like, but he's, you have to hit that bar, right? Like, if you don't hit 120, West Siders is going to get you because the guy usually scores pretty consistently. And it looks like D Smoke ha- just had the magic that day. He just went ahead and brought his 139 and knew that that was the bar that he had to hit.
1: Dude, he had another 70 plus points left on the bench on top of that.
0: Right, heavy, heavy times for D Smoke. I think D Smoke's gonna. He's looking pretty solid. I, I'm liking what I, I'm liking what I see. Crenshaw Cruisers and them Slawson boys. One twenty-one point nine to ninety point seven. The Cruisers cruising all the way down the Shaw, and then. St- to making that left-hand turn on Slawson and then just going ahead and gunning down some boys who were just standing there uh, in football helmets apparently because the Slawson boys just got murdered 121 like uh 20 that's a 30 point difference man uh is, is this the time to panic for the Slawson boys
1: I hope not man Crenshaw Cruisers rolling up and down Slawson like they were the ones that fucking killed Nipsey uh they're just they're putting in work brother uh, Diggs didn't have as big as a week as I thought, but they're they're putting in work, man. I think if he had a better quarterback than Roethlisberger and Mayfield, he'd even be scarier. Yeah, uh, I think he drafted pretty late in the quarterback section. But uh Crenshaw Cruisers, man, I I think this one was kind of give it to him, bro. The, them Slosson boys kind of shit the bed. Nick Chubb with eight point four points, Woods with six, Jones with fucking seven. Like so many of his key players didn't even break double digits so just had a bad week man and cruisers took took upon and took advantage of it
0: yeah I, i'd have to agree with you on this one i think the cruisers they're going to get theirs you know like you are right they would be super scared if they had a they have a quarterback i think and honestly i think baker mayfield could turn into that but i i don't see anything like that happening anytime soon but yeah it's hard to trust joe burrow nick chubb i think it looks like he just had an off day uh, but I, I think the Slawson boys are going to be okay. Uh, I don't know. They're not going to beat the world, though. They ain't going to be world beaters unless they make a move. The Polkai Sex Panthers just made a joke of the new guy's trash fire bar. Uh, the Trash Fire Barbecue dropping to zero three after an eighty-four to one one forty-six point two to eighty-four drubbing. The Polk Panthers are now two and one, second in that West LA division, in striking distance of first place. Uh, I might they might even be tied. I don't know. I got to check the standings. Josh Allen coming up big for the Panthers, and you know what? Yesterday this happened. Eric did it. I'm going to do it for him because uh, you know I feel like I owe him. I owe him big. Rawr! He made me freaking roar. He roared. He roared pretty hard. And to be fair, he scored 146 points. So he roared pretty hard all over the Trash Fire barbecue. So I'm going to give it to him. Uh, talk to me about the Sex Panthers. Are they legit? Sex Panthers are definitely legit, man.
1: Definitely legit. These, oh my God, dude. E, EJ's at fucking three and one right now. Two and one. Two and one.
0: This is week, this is week three going on to four.
1: yeah my bad two and one two and one man e- ej stepping it up brother uh super solid squad ridley fucking hunt new guy trash fire though man i i don't know what's going on like starting the season out oh and three i feel bad
0: yeah this we guy's just about trying this-
1: so hard to be a part of things and
0: yeah we talked just- about this a little bit yesterday this is the same thing that like with with uh taco killers you know we i liked his team i still like his team i'm looking at this team and i'm like dude i kind of like there, there's some pieces there that I can win games you know uh coming out of the draft you're like you know they're not so bad but now the next thing you know you blink and they're 0-3 so it, it's it's a little weird to watch you know because yeah, these guys fat, trash fire barbecue these guys this guy's putting he put together a bit of a squad but now he's holding down the basement. So it's like, I think it might be up to him moving forward. It's like either be patient or, you know, it's time to make a move. Do you think it's time for him to make a move?
1: I think it's time for him to make a move, man. It's time for him to make a move. With A.J. Brown going down, it's... He he needs to make some moves, brother. This isn't looking good, bro. He's Tyson Williams as your fucking starting running back. Like, this dude's averaging. Duh. Now... 18 points the first game, 11 the second. He needs to definitely make some moves, brother. I think he all in all had a shitty week. But.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's got-, he got
1: one of your main wide receivers going down, your fucking other wide receiver. Just, it's, it's all bad. I think he just had a super shitty week. Uh, Hurt still managed to put up 25, even though Dallas just shut him down the way he did. But, yeah, especially going up against a strong team like the Sex Panthers. There's, there's no trash fire that a Sex Panther can't handle.
0: <laughs> that was remarkably close to what EJ said yesterday, only with a lot fewer words. Uh, the Honeydew Melons play a little bit game of football as well over against the Fantasy Underachievers. 124.3 to 118.3. The Honeydew Melons come out on top two and one third in the LA Valley division, which essentially means tied for first while the fantasy underachievers are now two for one or two and one, but getting second by some weird anomaly uh, you just say they're tied for first, right? Can we agree? But I will say this, the melons coming off the Schneid after uh, after a, a lackluster beginning of the season, now sitting at two and one and striking distance, uh, I'm not going to talk about the game myself because it seems self-serving, but I am going to say it's looking like the Valley Division's getting a little more competitive. Can we agree?
1: The Valley's definitely getting a lot more competitive, man. Um, I know Honeydew's over here just riding Cooper Cup's fucking coattails because that man shows up every single week, just white chocolate of fucking white receivers. Uh, but I don't know, man. If if we want to keep things real this week. Honeydew Mellon's got lucky.
0: Well, yeah, I can I can see that. Eighty four points around the bench. <laughs> the eighty
1: four is- points on the fucking bench. If he would have played his optimal lineup, he probably would have came somewhat close to me.
0: Yeah, he would have beat me. He would have beat me handedly. To be fair. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, you know but
1: he goes out there and he thought his best pick was throwing Daryl Mooney out there instead of fucking San Francisco's pride and joy. I, I, I don't know what to say. Oh I don't know if he got confused. I don't know if he said his lineup in a hurry.
0: Hey, I've said this in many circles before. This looks a lot like a classic case of overthinking the game. Like, you just thought you were smarter than the game real quick. You're like, nah, this guy's dude. This is Daryl. Oh, it's Darnell do we can't. do you know what? I'm going to call him Daryl. Daryl Mooney. Like, dude, it's like, who the fuck is Daryl Mooney, man? It's like, this is a 16-team league, bro. You're just going to march out Daryl Mooney. He's got Brandon Ayuk on his bench. Why? Because he played even Jalen Waddell, dude. This guy's squad on his bench was a world beater. His 84.9 points on his bench probably beat at least three teams uh, that, that played without a flex.
1: Yeah. And then he had the shitty luck of James White going out at the same time. Right, it just, it, it wasn't his week. Extreme to me, this was the game of the week. I was watching it all Sunday, just going back and forth because I'm I'm hoping both of you guys lose, and I could just hold down first in the valley.
0: You were hoping somehow we both lost. Is that how that?
1: How would that? Even? I was. I actually prayed for a tie. Tie would have sucked. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> I was like, if these two are fucking finally playing each other, a tie would be my best situation. (laughs) So Uh, I was hoping for Edgar at the end on the Monday, but uh, you want to set your lineup right. You want to put the pride of San Francisco down. That's what happens.
0: Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that is a bit sad because this feels like this is going to, this is what he's going to want back. Because you know he, I I know Edgar, he thought about this. And he overthought it, like we talked about, like I just said. But those are always the ones you want back. You're always going to be like, God, I wish I had that one back. That
1: was What's even worse is it's going to come back and bite him in the ass right around the playoffs because it is just going to put you one notch ahead of ah,
0: them. Let's that's freaking hope so. Because to be fair, I think my team is floundering. The, I think the, the Melons, they need a running back. The Melons are officially, just throwing that out there, they're officially in the hunt. For a number two running back the only one not on the block uh is aaron jones and aaron Rodgers and cooper cup everybody else is fair game even odell beckham jr you know just throwing that out there so, even
1: odell with his first game out there
0: yeah and he looked good 14 american points like it's a good solid effort 13.7 right? uh,
1: but oh, i think if wow. you're looking for a solid running back bro you need to put a little bit more out on the table I just need a guy who maybe put that Denver D and 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 your tight end in a package.
0: Nobody's ever going to touch my Denver D. Actually, I put the Denver D (laughs) as long as you give the mid-range defense. I I wouldn't hate. Anyways, this isn't Tony's. This isn't Tony's uh, trade time, man. It's uh, we're we're talking football. Antonio Grazza, the fucking team, uh, is now two and one after their one thirty-one point eight to one thirty-point two victory over my man Casey Rick. Casey Rick followed a two and one, still first in that West LA division. But uh, but you know, if you really think about it, he's basically tied for first with everybody else, including Antonio Grazza, who just went ahead and made something of himself. You know what? This guy's a ghost team no longer, and I've figured it out, Hap. I figured it out.
1: Ant- please enlighten me, Tony.
0: Antonio Grazza, okay? I I I, I, Who the I floated
1: fuck this- is Antonio Grazza.
0: I floated this past EJ and he was like, "Shut up, Tony." But uh, you know what? <laughs> we won't know about that cuz that's lost the history. My name is to- my name's Anthony. This is a message to me. He's fucking with me. His name My name's Anthony, right? My given name and He's feminizing it in an Italian way with Antonia and Grazza means thank you in, in Italian. So he's saying thank you, Antonia, you know, and and that's just like a slappy insult, but he's thanking me for, uh, for giving him the motivation to play or maybe just thanking me for the show. I'm not sure what he's thanking me for quite yet, but, uh,
1: what does the FT at the end mean?
0: Uh, football team, I'm assuming.
1: Wow. I, I just want to give Anthony a shout out for having the gayest fantasy name ever for a football team.
0: You mean um, in an athletic way? Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: Um, zero cents.
0: You know what? I'm I have no idea out. what it means. I've been digging deep on this. I think I might have to turn to Google at some point. Either way, the guy won at football. Justin Herbert, 38 points. Dude, okay, look. All things being equal, Antonio Grata brought it, but Casey Rick still brought it to this dude. We should be focusing on the fact that this is a one-point game. Am I wrong or am I right? 1.6,
1: but yeah. Yeah, definitely, man. Um I,
0: I, math. I,
1: I'm I'm kind of burned out about Casey Rick. Um, I've been sending him trades for Naheem Hines, and I seem to be getting no response. <laughs> Because that seems to be the number one running back out of Indiana, um, Brady putting up thirty-two points, solid. Montgomery not being able to come out and taking that tough loss going up against Cleveland and Chicago. I I think all of Chicago's wide receivers are fucking doomed, man.
0: Yeah, starting a Chicago wide receiver just just a heads up, it's just a bad move. Like who yeah, you-
1: and it and it sucks because they have nothing but ballers, dude. Fucking Robinson, Montgomery, like they have studs out there, but there's what no one throwing to them.
0: Got released, or is that Alshon Jeffrey?
1: No, Alan Robinson got released.
0: Oh, look, don't uh, I might be telling tales out of school, but uh, I, I think it might be him or Jeffrey. They got released. It might might be Jeffrey. Never mind.
1: It definitely was not Alan Robinson man.
0: He's playing football. Okay, good. He's
1: playing football.
0: He's playing football he's for the not Bears. playing
1: much of it. Yeah, he's with the twenty-seven <laughs> yards he pulled up. Well, but well, he's on the fucking field.
0: So uh, what, that, what does that say?
1: There's well, no one out there throwing it to the poor guy, man.
0: Yeah, well, they did run into a bit of a buzzsaw. The, 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 the Cleveland defense is pretty legit. They, they can play. They play good football. Uh, so Antonio Grazza, besides the off-putting name that I have to get to the bottom of, and I will. Uh, you know what? This guy's he's not looking too bad. Chase Claypool's getting a lot of looks, a lot of touches. Zach Moss is playing hard. If Derrick Henry can do what he does late in the season, early in the season, he's got something. That guy's got the Jets coming up next. Justin Herbert looks solid. Uh, you know what? I think Donio uh, Grazza might have might find, found himself uh, something to hang his hat on here.
1: I think he does too, man. I think he does too. I think this is going to be the year for him. Uh, Justin Herbert coming out there like fucking young Philip Rivers. Um, I'm, I'm loving it, bro. I don't think I'm
0: he looks it. like Philip Rivers. I think he looks more like... Uh, shit, man. You know, he looks more, a little more like a less athletic Russell Wilson. gonna wow. throw that out there. Wow. Yeah, less athletic, I said. Like, you remember that, right?
1: Yeah, yeah I heard it, but the man, the man shines. I'll give it to him.
0: The guy flings the ball, dude. I, I like watching him throw the ball. It looks good. Like, he does a good job at it, you know? And since he's a quarterback.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but KC Rick, man, it's just, uh, again, optimal lineup, brother. Optimal fucking lineup.
0: Optimal lineup. Like, look, man, not everybody can get their optimal lineup in there. What are you going to do?
1: No, no. And then when you have fucking Tariq Hill come out and just not even put up 10 points,
0: that was that hurts that's tough that's the killer right there
1: yeah that's what put the nail in his coffin right i know he was watching that game close as shit watching that dude get double teamed all day and going fuck i'm yeah. not gonna win this one
0: i mean that's smart football i mean you really look at it it's like hey man double team this guy don't let him beat you let's find some other like if they if they beat us these other guys are gonna beat us. not their best player you know so what, what can you do
1: yeah, but ever since the trade of Patty Mahomes, Casey Rick is cursed. He'll keep never up. win again. He's he'll, never runs, see, sir. he'll never see the playoffs.
0: Well, you know what? You keep talking while wow, my my fan club is going to keep moving on. Keep on keeping on. Life's a garden. Dig it. Compton. My
1: fan club dropped down to just one person.
0: Got the Killers just played the league deficit. God damn it. Two and one. <laughs> Both teams are now 2-1, just so you know. They're both seemingly tied for first in the South LA division. 145.1 to, one hundred nine point nine. Compton Killers, big-time number. And you know what? We talked with Compton Killers. I have an interview for him for you afterwards because he was gracious enough after realizing uh, that uh, he even made your picks for you, just so you know. Uh, So we got that going for us. We're going to figure that out later.
1: I would like to keep those picks that Geo made for me.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. All right.
1: Yes. I, I believe in Compton Killers. I believe in the whole program. I'd like to keep those picks.
0: Very well. Well, why don't you talk about his win a little bit just so, uh, so you can explain how much you believe in Compton Killers.
1: Well, let's start out with Devontae motherfucking Adams. Just getting all up in that Niner ass. Uh, the dude, the dude's got a set of fucking wide receivers out there. Saquon Barkley, if he stays healthy, he's putting up numbers. The man needs a better quarterback. If he had a stronger quarterback, this dude is putting up 160, 170. He's ooh, if he had Patty Mahomes, um, League Nemesis was lucky to even stay in this one. Tyler Lockett. He didn't have much of a day, man. Wilson shit the bed this week. Henry put up less than fucking double digits in his Chicago D. If you're going to play Chicago D, you're just going to get fucking smacked around. <laughs> I'd rather just leave that one empty. I'm. He's lucky they gave him four points. I thought I was going to end up with negative points for the Chicago fucking D.
0: Well, his only alternative was Washington D, which actually did give him negative points. So I guess it is what it is. Maybe you just uh, throw him in there, fingers crossed.
1: <laughs> just sent him out with the prayer. But Dalton Schultz, the new fucking tight end of the Dallas Cowboys, I hope he gets some play going forward. Man put up 26 points on the bench. Not that it would have helped him, but uh wasn't Nemesis' week, man.
0: It would have looked a little nicer. It would have been more uh, aesthetically pleasing. Yeah, it is what it is. Scott the Killers, they brought their A game. Uh, I'm going to play the interview after we're done with the recap just so you can get you can get in on it, and then we can hear a little bit of EJ. EJ likes, you, you, you can't get out of here without hearing the math magician, and he brought his insight as well. So uh, I'm going to play that afterwards after we talk about the fact that Kwani went ahead and won himself a football game by a point over the Rose. The Rose is wilting now 0-3, fourth in the South LA, LA, while Kwani is now 2-1, third in the South LA division, uh, which essentially means first. And uh, you know what? Kwani's always a competitor. We're going to talk about this real quick. Always a competitor, but has not looked all that competitive lately as far as the points he's putting up uh is he just getting away by the skin of his teeth or is this something that's probably gonna probably gonna change for him is he gonna start smashing
1: oh the peach pits peach pits are kind of just getting by by the skin of their teeth bud Um, uh, they won this one on a prayer they won this one on a prayer and loza la rosa guadalupe is just all out of hopes one's out of hopes one's got a prayer it's i feel bad man Vic. Vic has a solid lineup, and they're just not performing.
0: Yeah, well, Dalvin Cook and Josh Jacobs both did not play, so we're looking to snake-bit team a little bit here with the Rose. Um, I don't know. I, I like the lineup. I, I, the guys he has, I have a few of those guys on my team, on my other teams, you know? But it's just tough to see because, like, the these the first few years in the league, the guy was a dynamo. You know, next, next thing you know, like the last two seasons, he's playing like crap. So, uh, you know, and it happens. It is what it is. But, you know, I, I, I think this team is just more just snake bit. Can we agree?
1: We can, man. And with this quarterback not being able to throw a single fucking touchdown on Sunday, that's an extra burn right there.
0: Yeah. Sick burn. Sick burn.
1: One Touchdown and he would have won that game. Well, he just one.
0: To be fair, I think that's a little bit overthought. I don't know a fucking world. I don't know a a situation in the world where I would start Daniel Jones at quarterback other than uh, he was on the waiver wire and all my other quarterbacks got hurt and he's the only option. I feel like Daniel Jones is bad. Am I wrong?
1: You're not wrong, and he's damn sure no Ryan Tannehill.
0: Yeah, I would have started Ryan Tannehill. I mean, look, looking at it, he started off pretty hot, got twenty two and thirty, and then jumps his fifteen right here with Atlanta, but honestly, I would have started Tannehill. like just looking at it like I don't know it just feels like the the there's just a better team right like
1: Tennessee is a better team man yeah,
0: you you want to go with the if you're looking between two quarterbacks and they're both just okay, you want the guy who's on the better team got the better running back, you know he has the better wide receivers like is not really dicey and it's only his second year in the league yeah what are you gonna do there's a lot of myriad of reasons but i will say this i think that was a little overthought but the rose is gonna get healthy i think he gets healthy i think he might have a a chance at this whole thing a puncher's chance so to speak am i wrong
1: i think he does man i think he does and for some reason i think this is going to be quantity's downfall this year man Uh, i think you're going to see him on a slippery slope going forward wow
0: kwani on a slippery slope you know what i wish the man the best i've never seen that before so i i wouldn't mind seeing it i'm not gonna lie
1: oh no i I wish the man the best man i just i don't see it
0: i don't see it i don't wish him the best i mean nice guy at all but he's always he's he's got two in a row
1: (laughs) it's a slippery slope and my man got slippers on
0: ah and he's sloping so look uh just before we jump out of here uh kwani ah like i, I don't know I, I i'm looking at this team and i think he's going to get get healthy but i think that there's there's a lot of interesting uh there's a lot of interesting things happening here with with kwani's team you know you look at it you're like they could be a good team in a different universe you know and you're like oh think about that universe and then you're like okay well maybe that's what he was looking at maybe he's living on a different planet or a different uh, dimension
1: maybe if he took all his players and took them to the canada league i don't know Is but that- right now the final standing projections has him ending the year at 15 to 16th place man <laughs> that's probably the worst projected standing kwani has ever seen
0: i've ever seen joining
1: the sucio club
0: I've never seen Quani be that low, so. No, it,
1: I've never seen Quani drop, drop under ten.
0: And and look, we're we're saying it, we're all dancing around it, and we know why it's happening, right? Kyler the creator.
1: Yeah, that's a horrible name. Yeah. yeah. Horrible name. He's usually pretty catchy. I was hooked on a feeling last year even got a little chuckle when i saw his new name every year i kind of look for the new name i'm like all yeah, right what, what kind name. of shenanigans is he's gonna throw out here this year
0: yeah yeah and then this one was and like Tyler,
1: the creator i was just what? like uh
0: <laughs> okay oh you can like, see so you- a more visceral reaction to it but yeah so we're gonna go ahead and jump right in I, you know what, I'm just going to do this because uh, I'm going to splice the whole damn thing in anyway. Uh, so now we're going to go to the exclusive interview with Gio Valdez, uh, owner of the Compton Killers. Uh, this was previously recorded, so uh, enjoy.
1: The easy e of the Sucio League.
0: Big win for Compton Killers coming coming off. Uh, you know what just stopping the league nemesis dead in his tracks like i was scoring big time points and uh speaking of compton killers uh we have somebody on board today please welcome to the show owner of compton killers fresh off his big win over the commissioner now have the Compton killers riding high in that south l.a division in the mix for first place two and one please welcome
2: geo Valdez to the show how's it going geo it's going great guys it's beautiful to hear your voices i feel like we haven't talked in a very long time
0: (laughs) we will all laugh at that and nobody else will know why because i'm not going to bring up the fact that i forgot i forgot to press record and i forgot the word forgot so one way or the one way or the other one great win today well great win this week over the league nemesis uh, those guys were hot. Those guys were hot, and they were really kind of bringing their A game. And you went ahead and stopped him straight in his tracks. One forty-five points, a big time win. Why don't you go ahead and talk on your big win?
2: Yeah, you know it's it's tough. Jimmy is like the godfather, so you know you you always have love for him. But in fantasy football, I had to take him down. I uh, had a great performance from everyone on the team. Teddy Bridgewater didn't really do anything, but you know, in the future, if he can, or I can shore up another quarterback, I like the way my team looks.
0: Nice. You're trying to shore up a quarterback. Uh, if you're trying to get rid of somebody, if you were to just to throw out a, a one guy, you would use his trade bait and I won't hold you to it. But uh, who would you use as trade bait right now on your squad?
2: Ah, that's a tough question. Um, Ronald Jones. <laughs> I don't that's, really want to. A, with any of that is starters. a,
0: that is a nice diplomatic answer to ask. <laughs> if somebody asks you a wild ass question in front of everybody. <laughs> well played with that. So uh big time win. Are you liking your chances in this division, this South LA, but uh, yeah, uh, most people like quarterback. that's going to go ahead and give you those points every day and day out. Tua being hurt. Bridgewater's up. Uh, Bridgewater is on a run for his team. I think Bridgewater personally, I like Denver and I like Bridgewater, but uh, is he, you you don't feel like he's going to be one of those day-in, day-out guys, do you? No,
2: I mean, he's not a bad quarterback. I mean, he's, he gets the job done, but he's not always going to give you, you know, those four touchdown performances. He might give you a one-touchdown performance. I mean, my team put up 145 points with 11 points for my quarterback, you know? Right, A good quarterback really makes my team, you know, a lot more scary than they are right now.
0: Right. So Quan Barkley coming into his own as well that week, this week. Uh, you know what? Were you a little dicey on him at first? And now you see what he can actually do, put up, putting up some numbers. Uh, is that changing your mind about the guy, or did you have any feelings about him one way or the other?
2: I mean, I drafted Saquon with the 19th. I believe it was the 19th pick. I mean, at that point, value you kind of you kind of just have to get Saquon,
3: and you did.
0: And Eric, I you want to jump in on this at all? You want to give a, throw a question his way so I can not have to edit a whole bunch um, of stuff.
3: Well, oh, stop it! You know, um, l- l- let's change subjects here for the um, for the record. I mean, I mean the record. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, um, Too much too much oh, sorry so was that too early uh, too soon <laughs> too soon um, too soon <laughs> um, so um geo you've been very um pushy on the discord app in regards to this rule proposals or like where the final fin- finality is on these um the wins losses waiver wires and pickups and you know um so obviously you just want some clarification um in regards to the league um as, as um, the math magician does and our statisticians looked at, is like we only have 14 votes out of 16, you know, for this um, proposal for next year, which should have been, we all thought it was going to be this year. So there's been some little, um, you know, confusion in regards to the implementation of these new new rules, which everyone was, seemed like a majority were under the impression it was taking place at the draft party. And some were it's kind of like tit or miss, but um, you know, why the, why the the push to get some f- finality to it? You know, if you can go on, go into further detail, that'd be great for our Suicidal Football League and for Tony and I.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's just, I just want a clarification, really. I think it's, it, it changes, you know, the way the league operates. If you're not, if you're not aware of what the rule is, you know, it's a big deal. If, if there's a dollar value associated to pickups, I'm going to be smart with my pickups. I'm, I'm not going to, you know, hit the waiver wire hard every week. If there is no dollar value associated to making those picks, I'm probably going to jump on the waiver wire, get rid of guys who aren't performing and take a lot more risk with my bench. Uh, so it just, you know, was kind of shitty being in this gray area of like, well, I thought we implemented, I thought we voted the rule in you know, what, what are we doing? You know, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. And then I feel like I kind of got the short end of the stick with, you know, the waiver wire, not having a dollar value associated. So I kind of missed out on the early three weeks of the league, not making that many moves.
0: I also thought that uh, that it went through. And then I came to find out that we were supposed to vote on how much it would actually cost instead of just, you know, everybody understanding how much it would have costed. Uh, it's kind of a shame because, you know, you're like, like you just said, you're missing out. That's going to affect the way you play, you know, like how much money is actually involved or how much you're going to end up playing by per, per move or per trade or per pickup or drop. Right. Hell, even if you lose, you're going to owe some money. That's, that was, uh, that, that was,
2: that's also put in there. Yeah. You know, I mean, Jimmy's in a tough spot because he's trying to get 16 different people to give their opinion and, you know, not, right. not everyone's always available to give their opinion. So it's not, it's no, there's no shade to Jimmy. I love Jimmy and he's doing what he can to try to keep the majority of people happy. It just sucks that it happened the way it did.
0: Yeah. Agreed. Uh, I think it'd be nice to see uh, personally. I am for the moves. Uh, I think that it's, it makes for a little more, it makes things interesting. I mean, let's be fair. I mean, the more money involved, the more interesting it becomes. And plus it also allows for like a larger pot allows for more payouts to guys who don't win the whole thing. So you can actually get some extra cash coming in just because, you know, just because you didn't win your, you know, you didn't win, win the whole thing. It means it's like, look, I won my division. I'm going to get my money back. Uh, I made it to the championship. I'm going to get a bigger pot. Like, well, I'm not going to just go ahead and go home empty handed, you know, or even go home with like just my money back, which is, uh, it's kind of a nice feeling, you know, to be able to do that.
2: Yeah. I mean, you've won the league before EJ. I believe EJ has, I have, I don't remember the exact thing. I think, I think you take home $1,200, which is a lot of money. It's, it was fucking amazing. But with this new rule, you know, you could potentially win $4,000. And if that doesn't wet everyone's lips in the league, I don't know what will.
0: Well, if John Quan's in this league, then yeah, he's definitely going to be four thousand dollars. That guy makes moves like nobody's business. But uh, I will say this: uh, I'm in another league that does this, that has this particular setup where you're you're paying for your moves. It's it's uh, kind of made for a particular reason. Like you have to think about your moves. You know, instead of just going, oh, well, I'm just going to pick this guy up willy-nilly and then drop him and he'll probably be there or whatever and just turn it into a revolving thing, you actually got to start thinking about what your moves are going to be and it actually makes for a smarter fantasy football player. You know, you, you actually start to like, okay, look, if I got to spend six bucks on this guy, why don't I look look at his attributes or see if he's actually any good or see where he actually is on the depth chart instead of just picking him up because, you know, one guy twisted an ankle, one guy got a concussion, and they'll both be back next week anyway. Like,
2: right? Yeah, it's more check. It's it's not it's not checkers. It's chess. You know, it, it's, it changes everything. I think unless you just want to dig into your pockets, make a ton of moves, and pay for it.
0: Right, right. So big game against the Sex Panthers next week. I'm just going to ask you how you feeling about it. This is like two, both teams, two and one, you guys are both going after division. How are you feeling about it?
2: You know, some would even say that this is the game of the week. Um, You know, it's an uphill battle. EJ's got a great team, but I'm not going to mush. I'm not going to mush him and I'll never pick a grown man to beat me. So I'm going to roll with myself. And if he beats me, I'll take it on the chin.
0: Uh, I'm liking that EJ he's liking himself to beat you
2: well as he should that's the
3: that's the that's the sex panthers way it's like i never never choose against me even if i'm fucking three and 12 or fucking 15 and no you always take yourself you always have to you can't do that and um thanks for Wait calling a me a grown man i think i act like a five-year-old every now and then but i, appreciate <laughs> that comment. And, um, I mean i mean you know what i mean the ego that is um Sex Panthers, like I said, it's a <laughs> bit, it, it is it is a big game for the Killers. It's just a regular game for it's just another week for the Panthers in the march towards um, the second um, Susio Football League Championship for them. So, um, like I said, it's just you know you, it's just it's just, a, it's just a game. You don't get too hyped. You stay you stay regular. You get it going, and you know we expect the, the Panthers to become victorious and become three and one. You know that's you know no, and I'm putting it on the record. I mean, you're making no, you're making no bones about this, (laughs) are you? you No, no bones. You know, I don't, you know, I I like, I like, I like my boneless wings. So no bones. So um, yeah, so definitely for sure. You know, um, Panthers, I think, you know, um, Josh Allen's back and we got it, you know, so I don't like my matchups. I think both the
0: swings are an abomination. Go ahead, exactly.
2: Jill. I was just going to say that is a <laughs> major red flag. Yeah. Uh, grown I had, you you, you had
0: me until you said wings. boneless
2: wings. Yeah. Well, if, like-
3: they, if they have those little wet naps, for sure I'll have them. But if they don't have wet naps, I'm
2: getting boneless, bro. Sorry. Wet naps. I take away my grown man statement. Not your wet
3: naps. <laughs> You're pulling <laughs> it away. You no know Retraction, it. sir. Retraction. Stop. Stop it. So so when you fly overseas, you don't like those warm towels in your face. Go fuck yourself! You, all you <laughs> those actually are, are kind love of love nice. Those, yeah. hot, towels. those hot, hot
0: towels are nice. I, I, I'm not mad at the hot towels. So okay, so stop God. it. Stop. Oh man.
2: Well, the hot towels I- are before you eat, though, not after. Oh, well, it could man. be
3: for both. You guess what you get too.
2: <laughs>
0: oh man. So Gio Valdez, thanks for coming on. I know you have to go. Thanks for the big interview. Congratulations on your big win. May you keep having something good, looking good moving forward. Good luck next week against the against our very own Sex Panthers, the hopes themselves. Yeah, great, and, great, great luck in week five. Oh, oh,
2: <laughs> okay.
0: I don't math, but I'm pretty sure next week's week four. Oh dear God. Anyways, GL, thanks for coming on. We'll catch you next time.
2: Thanks for having me, guys.
0: Uh-huh. Aha. <laughs> Let's go to the standings, shall we? Since EJ is in here to go ahead and drop his magical magic all over the standings, because you know he's basically Picasso with the goddamn thing. The guy paints a picture that nobody like. It's worth a bajillion words. I think we can all agree. Uh, we're just gonna. I'm just gonna go over it and try to do the best I can. So we're gonna bounce over to the Mid City Los Angeles division, where the West Siders are at the top, based on I think it's just playoff percentage, like the percentage that he's able to make the playoffs so that's how this is playing out just so everybody knows uh there are some ties here there are ties for first place but based on playoff percentage is the way espn breaks it down so that's the way i'm gonna do it am i are you good with that
1: yeah they they also use uh they also use points for man points for is probably the that's why he's sitting in first
0: that might be probably the most poignant thing you've ever said West side apparently with the most points in the mid city LA division is at two and one with a 70% <laughs> playoff percentage. I'm just going to throw that in there just to not make it look like I wasn't know I didn't know what the fuck I was talking about. But Chris Christian now two and one with a 60% playoff percentage while D smoke is now at one and two after his big win at 29% playoff percentages. Well, them Slossom boys bringing up their year rear with the same record at one and two uh, with a seven. Yes, seven, a single digit playoff percentage. And down in the L.A. Valley Division, the Taylor made mishaps are now at two and one. I have no idea why I keep singing your fucking name. It just
1: Just sounds right.
0: Yeah, I, I just thank you for not making it. Weird. Uh, 89%, Fantasy Underachievers crew, 2-1, 51%. And the Honeydew Melons are at 35% playoff percentage, with also with a 2-1 record. While the Rico's Taco Killers are at 0-3 with a 27% playoff percentage, which is fascinating because them Slauson boys are 1-2 with a 7% playoff percentage. Just thought I'd recall that. West Los Angeles Division. Casey Rick is now the the after even after his loss is favored to win the whole thing, or at least make it to the playoffs at ninety one percent at two and one. Polkai Sex Panthers bringing bringing him following him all right up at two and 59 percent playoff percentage. Antonio Grazza, fucking team. You're welcome, 2-1, 73%, and the new guy's Trash Fire Barbecue, 29% at 0-3, still very fascinating. South Los Angeles Division, League Nemesis, 2-1, 69%, Compton Killers, it's 71%, a better percentage than League Nemesis, which lends a lot of credence to Hap's theory on the point percentage. On the points scored uh two and one kyle the creator two and one 21 and la rosa de guadalupe's oh and three at 18 percent two games back everybody who's oh and three was two games back hap quick question and just so you everybody knows uh i i'm asked this question around and geo said he, I'll tell you who everybody picked, but I'm going to ask you this question as well. Okay. Out of all the 0 3 teams, which one has the best? Which one do you think is going to make the playoffs?
1: Out of all the 0 3 teams.
0: Yeah. And percentages be damned. And if you want, you could throw them Slossen boys in there too, because 7% is not a high percentage. Ugh
1: damn it's like telling me what's the tastiest thing on the Bee menu like there's there's nothing good on there um fucking <laughs> <I could> Bee. <Jollibee. laughs> awful uh, if you're not feeling nothing you like about the place um god this is a tough one trash fire taco killers uh honestly man i think the best one to make the playoffs out of that would be the taco killers man I like his team the most.
0: You know what? EJ took the Taco Killers. Gio went ahead and took the Rose, and so did I. I took the Rose as well. Uh, you know what? New Guys, trash Fire Barbecue. I think he's going to have a shot. They're going to. All three of these teams are going to win some games. But if I had to pick one of those zero and three teams, I think I'd pick the Rose. I think the guy he's got the squad. They just got to get healthy, and he's got the savvy. And the Rico Taco Killers, I could see them making a move. They they were. Uh, they look, they look like a shiny new team, you know, but they just got it. They just got to start performing. Am I wrong? No. All right.
1: Lord so, I, man, Hopes and prayers.
0: Okay. So one other thing we talked about before we get on to, I, I guess it's going to be pick them. I'm not even sure how that's going to play out. Uh, yeah. We're going to figure that one out, but fuck it. So I, uh, I spoke with Gio. Well, this kind of went through with our first interview with Gio. And, uh, and, well, I guess when you interview somebody, you're basically interviewing the math magician as well. Uh, so I asked them how many people are act- have actually voted? Right? We talked about voting on League Home. Have you voted, Hap?
1: No, I have not, Tom. No, I'm I haven't not- voted
0: president. I'm talking about something important. I'm talking about voted for on the league homepage for the transaction counter.
1: No, I have not voted. I'm I didn't even, 30. I'm on the league page right now.
0: 14 people have voted and you haven't voted.
1: <sighs> where, where do I go exactly for that?
0: Oh my God. Well, you know what? Eric Johnson would have reached down your throat right now and strangled you. I'm glad he isn't here. I mean I he probably physically couldn't do it but I am saying that you didn't vote and go on the league go on the league homepage I'm on the homepage man Well you're look you're looking on your phone you're going to have to go to the uh the polls or season
1: Don't you have a laptop I do man but who wants to do all that man I I do everything from the phone now
0: 2021 Well either way we've been voting on this and I think there's a uh, Four people have voted not to adjust the uh, or no.
1: Oh, since we voted on the transaction counter, are you good with these prices? Lead cost entry, a hundred dollars cost per loss, six bucks, trade seven bucks, pick up three bucks, drop three bucks.
0: Yeah, yes. Oh, we have a vote. Wow, you're with these witnessing history here today, folks. Uh, hap voted. Uh, so. Now might
1: we, even get vaccinated tomorrow.
0: Ah, the oh, shit, man, you better do that. We got 15. Now we got 15 people and we need one more. So we have one holdout who decided that he didn't want to look. And I'm a little bit glad that, uh, I didn't press record on the last one. EJ, EJ caught fire. Uh, and we got fire with the right guy. Cause Gio has some strength about the whole thing too. And that's part of the, and he mentioned that in his interview. So, uh, what I'm saying is that I think it probably will help if it, if it just vote so we can figure the whole thing out. And I'm glad I caught somebody who didn't vote. Oh, EJ's going to have a field day with you next week. Very exciting stuff. So before we wrap up the show, considering that this is kind of a redux redux, uh, I Fred think Dukes. a redux, a redo. All right. So I do not remember. And I don't write it, I don't get down who everybody, I don't write down who everybody picks, EJ does. So I think what we're going to do right now is we're going to go have our own little $5 bet. Or $10 bet? What?
1: Whatever, it's not like you're going to pay. You know let's what? Let's just call it, let's just call it a $1,000 bet. Let's just make it sound good. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay, fuck you. I'm going to pay this time. I'll tell you what, I'll Venmo you money. We're going to get it down right now. How's that? Okay, then let's
1: shoot it back up to $10. All
0: right, $10 bet. You and I right now. Oh, and I'm only doing this because we have everything down already. And just so you know, EJ would kill me if I didn't say this. He's in first place. I'm in second and you're in third based on yesterday's, uh, last week's picks but it's fairly close i think ej is leading us he's leading me by 4 and he's leading you by uh uh me by 4 and you by 5 or something like that so just so you know okay he said it a lot but i tend to gloss over all the things he says when it's about him being awesome at something so, okay so here we go you and i are going to have ourselves a little game of pickem for ten 10- pickem Pick Pick'em. Let's do some pick'em. You know, I'm just trying to make the best of this thing, you know? Like, you know what the worst thing is? Before we start, because I'm just queuing this thing up anyway. What's up? When you press record in Zoom, a lady comes on and says, you are being recorded.
1: I like that, girl.
0: Yeah, I like her too, but the problem is, we didn't, we should have been able to hear that because... It's like, just tells you you're being fucking record. All right. I need to chill out. That's how dumb we were yesterday. So that's, that's all I'm trying to say. Honeydew melons and D smoke you're going after each other. I like in this game. I think this is going to game of the week potential written all over it. If the honeydew melons had a second running back. Uh, all things being equal. This is a 50-50 matchup toss-up game. Both team, honeydew melons two and one. While D smoke one and two, but Red freaking hot the guy is hotter than a pistol who do you got
1: oh I uh I don't I don't want to pick this I I, uh, I I'm going smokes
0: of course you're going smoke I'm going with myself for the first time ever I don't even think I picked myself on the last one so I feel like I'm just hedging my bets at this point but that being said I'm taking myself. How how long did it take you to pick D. Smokey? Bad.
1: Fat- I didn't want to, man. I just I can't not trust my gut.
0: Fantasy underachievers and them Slosson boys. Underachiever two and one, one and two for the Slosson boys. Uh, who do you got, Hap?
1: This is just a giveaway. I, I don't understand how fantasy achievers. Just always has this easy schedule of just sliding through. Uh, this this is a dead giveaway. Fantasy achievers all the way. Uh, this is going to be a blowout. More than 20 points.
0: I'm More calling it right now. Do you know what? I disagree wholeheartedly. I think the Slauson boys are going to make something happen. Joe Burrow's got Jacksonville. Nick Chubb's got Minnesota. You know what? I'm going to go with them Slauson boys this week. Uh, I think they got they got something going. They got a little bit of magic. I think they're due. They're due for a win. I think you are going to be 2-2, two and two, and so will the Fantasy Underachievers. By the time it is done. Taco Killers, Crenshaw Cruisers, 0-3, 2-1. and Two teams going after each other, one better than the other, seemingly by record only, but a 50-50 probability rating. Who do you got? I got
1: them Taco Killers, man. I got them taco killers coming up with their first win of the season, brother. I can see it. I think Minnesota's gonna shut down Mayfield. I think Derek Carr is gonna have the time of his life on Monday night. I think Camaro's gonna run a muck on fucking the Giants D. I'm I'm going taco killers all the way, man. This ain't 50-50 to me. This is a taco killer landslide. Uh, Crenshaw Cruisers man needs to park the car.
0: Got to go park the car and check for flats. I'm taking the Taco Killers as well. Uh, I'm not as excited about you about it, apparently. But I think uh, they're going to go ahead and make something happen. They're going to make a name of themselves after this big game. If they can win this game, they're going to be off the schneid. They got a chance at playoffs. You know what? They just got to start asserting dominance. They got to start stop overthinking it. Just play the game. You know, that's, that's all there is to it. I agree. Coming out party for Derek Carr. But in all fairness... Dak, he's got, he's got a, uh, some riches. Can we agree? Like if you didn't have a quarterback, wouldn't you be, you be looking at Taco killers right now?
1: You would, but it's, it's more of rags to riches, my friend.
0: Well, he's got Dak Prescott and Derek Carr. Who would you start?
1: Oh, I, I, oh, you
0: know, I can't I, say
1: it without sounding, sounding wrong. <laughs> Let's just say I'm I'm still going Derek Carr.
0: Oh wow! Oh, you know I don't know. I feel like I'd start Dak Prescott, but I could see why he would start Derek Carr. Derek Carr is red hot right now, but if division, it feels like division opponents in the AFC West are always a pain in the ass. You know, like they always they all know how to play each other. That's why the Raiders fucking beat the beat the Chiefs last year. That's why the it's why the Chargers just beat the Chiefs. Like, they all know how to play each other because they played each other for so damn long. And in, it only really seems to glare its head in the AFC West. Or maybe I, I just only watch the AFC West. I don't know. Well, I'm going to take the Taco Killers as well, though. I think uh, even if they don't, even no matter who they play at quarterback, I think they're going to take this one. <laughs> Taylor made mishaps. Yeah, I said it all freaking strong. And the West Siders. Two and one, two and one, two teams trying to make it three. Uh, One team goes three and one. There's a big difference psychologically between three and one, right? And two and three, right? Big, big difference. Right? Psychologically. Who do you got? Are you taking yourself?
1: I am, brother. I'm I'm taking myself and I'm calling it by about 15 points.
0: 15 points? Damn it, 15 points. Fifteen point swing call out. You know what I'm it's, taking you to? I am. It's gonna be very, very close
1: all the way until Monday night. Monday night, Mike Williams is going to steal the motherfucking show and just close it out. I'm just That's, letting you know exactly how it's gonna happen.
0: You got a good shot at that. I'm liking it too. You, and you're playing Thursday to you're playing Thursday to Monday. That's fun. All week, baby. All week long, man. You're starting tomorrow. League Nemesis and Antonio Grazza FT going after each other. Both teams two and one. I think there's going to be a lot of difference at the end of this whole thing. At the end of this week, we're going to start seeing some some parity, so to speak. Uh, 50% probability. Who do you got? This is
1: the game of the week for me, Cotton. Um, I'm I'm going with League Nemesis on this one. I'm going on League Lemesis, and it's just because I do not like that Antonia Garza name. The whole thing, it, it makes my mouth itch when I say it. It just feels ugly coming out of my lips. I don't like it. I don't know who Antonia Garza is. I don't know why the need to put football team right after him. It's, it's, like, it's like a, it's a soccer- very Washington-type
0: situation. It's like soccer.
1: Is it soccer?
0: Yeah, I think so. Maybe it's like a soccer team. Maybe there is an Antonio Graza soccer team. Oh God! One day I'm gonna Google it, and that'll probably help figure out the whole mystery. But I think I'm having just too much fun, like making up ideas of what the hell's going on with this team.
1: I don't even want Antonio Garza being a part of my Google search history.
0: <laughs> what about Antonio Graza?
1: Him either. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm going to take Grazza for the win. I think Grazza's is red hot right now. I'm liking Justin Hebert. Derek Henry's going to fucking score a 50-burger. I'm going to take Grazza on this one. I'm going to diverge with what you're doing. La Rosa, the Guadalupe, and Casey, Rick, 0-3, 2-1. Is the Rose going to get his first this week?
1: I pray to God. I pray he starts Ryan Tannenil. Um I... Uh... I want to see him get it. I just don't see it happening against Casey Rick.
0: Hmm. I, just
1: flat out. I, I want to see the man win. Uh, hopefully Dalvin cook can come back. It would definitely help him out.
0: I'm taking Casey Rick as well. Uh, is it me or is Tom Brady going to fucking show out right now all over the Patriots? Like
1: Tom Brady is going to reign supreme yeah. over the Patriots.
0: Yeah, he's going to Tom Terrific all over their asses. It uh-uh. is
1: going to be a very, very sad day. Are they playing in New England? Oh, they are.
0: I don't think it matters. You know why? Because that's his fucking town. That's
1: <laughs> why. Like, yeah. He's going sh- to be scoring, and they're still going to be cheering for them. Yeah. Even though they're losing.
0: Booing people. him. It's not even going to matter. Think he's gonna. They
1: be all You
0: guys have all booed me. You're a bunch of fucking hypocrites. They're but,
1: not gonna boo him.
0: I I've
1: they have shrines of him at home. Yeah, they, they have like, tattoos of them.
0: I think they on like his him body better than Belichick. You know, nobody likes Belichick. Guy's an asshole. Like, yeah, I, I'm I'm gonna go that far. I'm pretty sure Tommy Terrific's gonna go ahead and uh, and and light it up. I'm gonna say four touchdowns for Tom Terrific. Maybe two to two oh, to Wow which is gonna really be bad
1: kc hey, rick all day
0: kwani the creator which by the way sounds way better right it does i wish he would have said Quani the creator kwani the creator did i just renamed his team and the new guy's trash fire barbecue you know what you know what i think he's due for a name change too i gonna be honest maybe that'll change his karma you know like hey give a little confidence you know who knows uh, two and one, zero oh and three. Is the new guy's trash fire barbecue gonna get his today? What do you think? This-
1: Ooh, I don't. I don't see it. I don't see it. I'm. I'm going with the Quantathon. The marathon continues, and I'm going with Quantathon.
0: Really? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna jump on the other train. I think new new guy's gonna get his this week. I'm gonna go that far. I think new guy's gonna make it happen. Uh. I got no particular reason why I just feel like I want to be on the other side of this so we can make it make our bet a little more interesting. But, uh, and honestly, honestly, I'm kind of rooting for the new guy. I want him to get his, his, his point. I want to get that, that W for him, you know?
1: Yeah. With his number one running back going up against Denver's D I really don't see it. Good luck to him. Hopes and prayers. But he better hope Kelsey has the game of his fucking life. I'm I'm going Kwanathon, brother.
0: Now let's round out the Slake Compton Killers and Polkai Panthers. Two and one, two and one. We now how know how this works. As you guys listen to the interview, you know what? Who do you got? Compton Killers or Polkai?
1: I think this one, this one in my eyes, is honestly going to be the game of the week. Um, I. This one's gonna be really tough, but just by looking at different matchups, I'm I'm going with I'm going with Polk High Sex Panthers, man. Let me just
0: say, week four. Oh, uh, <laughs> we have a raw on our hands. It, it's kind of uh, infectious, isn't it? Like you hear somebody raw, you want a raw too. Like I don't blame you.
1: <laughs> you really do.
0: Yeah, you're like, huh? I want a raw. Either way. <laughs> I-
1: I want to go to a Panthers game just so I can hear that raw every time they score.
0: And they score
1: roar! Yeah. I watched them play the chargers and every single time the Carolina Panthers scored.
0: I'm like, fuck. Yeah. Roar. <laughs> You're roaring all over them, <laughs> So scary.
1: And that's the last thing <laughs> you want to hear when you just get scored on.
0: That a is jungle
1: nice. cat. <laughs> just roar. displaying its dominance. <laughs> and that's what EJ is. EJ is the Susios Jungle Cat.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I ain't gonna lie. The guy is uh if if any spirit animal could be uh can be attached to him, it would be a jungle cat of of your choosing, of his choosing. You know why? Because jungle cat chooses his own his own form.
1: He's he's more than a he's more of a jaguar than a panther.
0: You know what? I can see that. But I'm taking Compton Killers. The guy's got the karma on his side. His team's looking a little snake bit, but I think I I like my teams like that. I like them looking junky. You know, I I'm like I like it when they look like they're not gonna make anything happen and then they do. So I'm gonna go ahead and take Compton Killers. We have them all written down here. Right? You wrote them down?
1: hmm I'm gonna be waiting for my ten dollars too.
0: Yeah, you yeah, you will. <laughs> what
1: an <laughs> asshole. <laughs>
0: Thanks for the fodder. Either way. <laughs> oh, man. So before we get out of here, I'm just going to, you know what? I'm going to put the lead in music out just so you know, you know? So before we take off, before we do this thing, mm-hmm. uh, do you have any bold predictions?
2: Ooh.
1: Taylor made mishaps win it all this year no i meant for the week oh for the week well man you gotta let me know we talking week year we talking life See, we're talking about dude can you hear the music oh biggest prediction this week yeah give me a boldy
0: oh look look ej's bold prediction was it was a good one It was a hot take it was three all three teams are gonna win this week?
1: All zero oh, and three teams.
0: All three zero oh, and three teams are gonna win this week. That was his big, his big boldy.
1: That was a huge boldy.
0: Yeah. So what's yours?
1: I can, my biggest prediction is Rigo Taco Killers, man. Those guys are gonna win. That's my prediction. I, I can't put the whole thing on it. My biggest I, prediction. That's what I'm gonna put right there. Their first win, Rico's Taco Killers. Alpha Store, Lengua, and Asada back on the market.
0: Word up. I like it. This has been Socio Football Weekly, part due, week three, whatever the hell you want to call it. Uh, special thanks to uh, EJ the Mathematician Johnson, who couldn't make it but actually showed up for the way longer episode that happened yesterday. And thank you to Gio Valdez, owner of the Compton Killers, for his candor and his dynamite interview for half the we got to get you a second name for a half bond. I am Tony G. Good luck to everybody who is not playing me and we will catch you guys next week.
1: He hitting you up and then I'm out.